Hello again everybody, it's uh, Jason Power, so today we're going to look at a uh, diagram here I'm uh, putting up here on the screen and we're going to walk through it first and then I'll leave some links and uh, articles uh, that will confirm what I'm uh, about to lay out for you. I want this to be uh, pretty clear here. I don't know the ultimate end here and where you see where I have uh, highlighted here ownership with Hunter Biden and uh, Joe Biden. My feeling is that there will be another card flipped over and it'll be another uh, cutout um, business operation, LLC corporation, and that will tie back eventually to uh, to them and the Chinese Communist Party. There'll be a split on this. but. Uh, Without further ado, we'll get into this. And this is based upon my uh, spending the last week tracking down. Um, this is an ongoing, this is actually a current crime. It's not a, or alleged crime, as far as I'm concerned, or we'll, we'll clarify that from a legal standpoint. But so here goes. So you have LNG Limited here is attached to, or was attached to um, Magnolia. Um, LNG so they were the initial um, let's just say developers they had been working on this project since uh, 2014 um, they uh, were working with KBR as far as the building of it uh, they were trying to line up um, uh, contracts obviously for LNG they worked on one uh, a couple one was with China around 2018 for export but they couldn't get the deal in place because of the trade sanctions. This is according to CNBC. Um, I didn't delve into it too much further on that regard because uh, what we're going to talk about is uh, tied to other things. But along that along that same lines, uh, in October 2017, there was a Monkey Island presentation that was presented to uh, Hunter Biden and his uh, cronies, uh, in particular from uh, CEFC. Uh, Jai Ki Bao had uh, worked on a presentation that she translated into Chinese. It was a 17-page presentation. It also included a discussion and actually highlighted in particular uh, the Magnolia operation. So hold on a second here. I'll make sure my audio is not too uh, uh, overwhelming. So point being is, is they were working on this with uh, Mervyn Yang and uh, various uh, players that were tied to it. Around the same time, uh, Hunter was actually offering uh, legal advice to Patrick Ho and support. Uh, he had some uh, people that were contacting him. As a matter of fact, they were uh, discussing who were the FBI agents that were involved in Patrick Ho's arrest. Eventually, in March of 2018, uh, Hunter Biden, or actually Jim Biden in particular, uh, were uh, kicking around providing uh, monetary compensation for Patrico's legal defense. There's an email to that, discusses it, discusses the uh, the routing from Os, the Oswego LLC. I don't know if that's pronounced right, but uh, anyway, it's a cutout company. that, And also uh, Jim Biden had a, another one called Lion. I can't think of the operation right off the top of it. They're relevant to the situation. Or at least they're not re relevant to this particular situation. But point is, is they had had a uh, a network of LLCs in corporate front uh, companies that were meant for sending money through 
uh, from CCC, CCP operations. So the Magnolia deal was tied to the Monkey Island deal uh, that was presented by Greg Michaels, who uh, was on the Monkey Island. Uh, his operation, as far as uh, if you go to their website, uh, the last date of concern is in November of 2017. I think it's November 30th. And that was the last time they updated that particular uh, pitch. Uh, he was a California guy, worked in uh, uh, actually communications and whatnot, and he was trying to uh, get in on the LNG action, so to speak. But Magnolia was a much more mature uh, deal, the permitting and various things that go along with LNG in terms of environmental uh, construction, design, all the, all the, I guess you could say, all the particulars that go into making one of these deals were in place. Uh, the operation was run by an Australian company, LNG Limited. As of two, 2019, they were a, uh, you know, uh, they were on a, they were on the Australian stock exchange, I believe. Uh, they had a ongoing concern there, and they were, they had some funding. But this is where it changed. So in uh, February of 2020, it was actually mid-February, maybe mid to late February. First Wall Street, uh, First Wall Street Capital, decided to pull their um, note, uh, or decided they weren't going to uh, continue to finance uh, LNG, according to their CEO of LNG, who his name escapes me, but I do have it. Um, it just so happens that the chief advisors. Two of the chief advisors to First Wall Street Capital is Eugene Sullivan, who's a federal judge in uh, the District of Columbia. Uh, he actually knows, uh, he's actually been cited, and he actually was emailed by Hunter Biden uh, directly. Uh, he is tied, uh, he works at a law firm, um, uh, Freed, which is Louis Freed, who is the former director of the FBI. Um, they were uh, discussing in 2016, actually, they were working together. When I say working together, Sullivan and uh, Freed worked together. Uh, Hunter Biden was uh, talking to uh, the federal judge, or at least had emails with him in regards to Freed. And Freed, uh, according to a Daily Mail article, uh, they actually put out the $100,000 gift that uh, the Bidens received to the one of their foundations to, to go to whatever case may be. Uh, support anyway there's so there's a monetary um, connection there there's a communications connection there and they were having um, let's just say uh, meetings they had a they had a meeting they had a meetup and they talked and discussed things so that there's a strong connection there the next one is our um, James Woolsey who is the former director of the CIA under uh, the Clinton administration he is considered a neoconservative. It stands to reason, considering the Hunter Biden laptop had 51 Intel operators that signed on to it, including multiple directors of the CIA. But in the list of people that were signed on, there was nine that were undisclosed. Now, those nine names would be very interesting to know. They signed on to this uh, letter that was published in Politico, recalling this, uh, calling Hunter Biden's laptop uh, Russian disinformation. As we know... That is no longer the case and no longer can be, um, it's being cited and the information inside of it's considered real. So it, it just so happens that uh, Woolsey is an advisor to Wall Street, so the Wall Street first capital. 
uh, first cap, uh, first Wall Street capital. So I'm sorry, I'm getting that messed up. So it's not a really yeah, they're located in New York. So they pulled the funding on this LNG project, um, and LNG said we're going to go belly up by the first of uh, uh, April of 2020. Basically, I think it was April. It was early, it was May May 1st is when they said their funding would run out. They tried to get a 75 million dollar deal done with the Singapore outfit that fell through. Also, I don't think that's uh, by coincidence, but I'm not going to go into that. So anyway, this uh, Ellen, this uh, Magnolia project gets put up on the block. So who steps in first? Global Energy Mega Limited, Megatrend Limited, and this is being run by um, William Marston Miller, uh, Jr. But he goes by Bill Miller. Um, in 2014, he was emailing Hunter Biden, or him. His group was uh, involved with the, him. They, they actually, Biden cites him uh, directly uh, tied to an entity that never um, amounted to anything. It starts with a P. It's like Petroli Energy. Anyway, it's there's only one. You can only find the, this particular entity. There's only one uh, research, uh, one search result that would come up on Google for it. And I managed to find the link to it, but there's nothing behind it. But anyway, Bill Miller is a oil um, expert, oil and LNG expert from Louisiana, and this uh, project is in Louisiana. Uh, that uh, actually was involved in a major case that was uh, uh, he resulted in his conviction and a public official's conviction in 1987. That conviction was appealed, and it was uh, successfully appealed. So he is not a um, you know. His uh, slate is clean, and as it so happens that he deals with uh, projects in China, in particular he dealt with uh, LNG in China and oil, and also he mentioned, and he actually uh, provided a PDF to the Fosun Pharma, or Fosun uh, deal, I won't say Pharma, but uh, he mentioned it, and he had a PDF to it. I don't have the PDF, so there's no telling what's inside of it, but uh, this was in uh, March of 2014, and it just so happens that Global Energy Megatrend was established in September uh, September 9th of 2019, Se September 9th or September 6th. I can't remember which day. I think it's September 6th. So they created this company in, out of London, and it was just him and a, another gal that were initially listed on it. April 27th of 2020. Uh, coming forward, they added five uh, directors, including one uh, director who is attached to the House of Lords in, uh, uh, obviously, in, in Britain, which was interesting. His name is it kind of escapes me too, but it's Blyly or Light. Uh, uh, he he's is he's the, of the same vintage and age as uh, Woolsey here. They're about eighty years old apiece, so they must. I have a high suspicion that they do know each other because they've both been in government for a very long time. Uh, the the House Lord guy had worked with uh, Maggie Thatcher, and also had been in been in the Parliament for upwards of thirty years or so. So it's not inconceivable that he would have ran across uh, Woolsey at some point or uh, at some point of time or at some point or another. So Miller here, who like I said, emails with uh, Hunter. They they and it just so happens he also there's also another attorney involved that actually knows Hunter very personally. Uh, actually knows him for up to upwards of 25 years because his father, 
uh, his uh, dad uh, had worked with Joe Biden. He was a senator from uh, Louisiana from 1973 through 1998. So these people know each other. These are longstanding relationships. It's not just they just met one time and that was it. So Megatron put in a bid for like two million or two and a quarter million dollars. Uh, I think it was either way. It was two million around the the two million mark, and they did. They just held the operation. They so initially they were supposed to buy it, and then they backed out, and then the Glen Farm Glen Farm Group comes in, and this brings in Brendan Duvall. He's the he's the face of this operation, but Glen Farm Group was brought in at the basically the end of uh, um, what would you say end of May. So by that, so just from April 27th was when they, they had the five directors here, Global Energy, to the end of May was when Glen Farm took over uh, the this operation, took over the project from LNG uh, Limited um, at the end of May. In July of 20, I think it's July 22nd of 2020, uh, they established a stock uh, that was a, a buy-in. Um, to sell shares, the Class A shares of the, the this project, and it went to one group, which got transferred into that would be the Glen Farn Sponsor LLC. Now this was established eventually in February of 2021. Uh, the only name there is no name. There's just this this uh, this cutout company called Glen Farn Sponsor through the Continental Stock Transfer and Trust. So they put it into a blind trust that you can't see into. And the only people that were uh, uh, cited in the paperwork was a Greenberg and a, a Traurig, I guess is, I don't know how you pronounce the last, the, the other name there, but they're the law firm that's representing this uh, situation here. Uh, just Greenberg is uh, represents, representing this, or GT as I'll call it from now on. So it just so happens that this green, uh, this is located, this is a, uh, a, a law firm that's all over the place in the country, but their headquarters is in Miami and actually headquartered inside the Wells Fargo Center. Um, but also they have a uh, outlet in, uh, I think it's uh, McLean, Virginia, and also Washington, D.C. And it just so happens that um, Devin Archer here confirms that Greenberg or GT represents Rosemont Realty and this becomes important if you get into the concept here of the fact that uh, this is a firm, Rosemont Seneca and Rosemont Real Realty. So Rosemont Realty was established underneath a Rosemont Real Estate Estate Acquisition Fund. Well, that eventually, uh, and that involves uh, a couple other folks who about mid, uh, I think it's 2015, supposedly there's a Class C stock that was uh, distributed to hunter biden i don't know uh how that actually whether that occurred or not i'd have to get into transactional history and i wouldn't know because i probably won't be able to find it but uh, anyways uh this uh company here rosemont real estate is uh run by gemini rosemont commercial realty gemini rosemont commercial realty is a subsidiary of gemini investment holdings in hong kong which, if you know anything about Hong Kong, it is controlled now by the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, they, you know, they subsumed Hong Kong in 2019. So, getting back to the other part of this, like I said, you have this, uh, uh, this, uh, uh, this is a company that was put together. This uh, 
Glenfarn Group. Uh, throughout uh, 2021 and 2022, they actually uh, added on other other capital partners, one of which was uh, Blackstone. But uh, the the percentage here, that 22%, hasn't substantially changed. So this is roughly a 22% ownership stake that this uh, Glenfarn sponsor has, and the other 78% has been divvied up through various uh, capital investors that you can uh, peruse. But um, and why this is important is, okay, now if we go back to the Glenfarn group, so uh, this Duvall guy uh, worked for Macquarie uh, Capital. He actually was a long time, and I think he has never stopped working for him, but be that as it may, he started in the late 1990s, and he basically went out on his own around 2011, 2012, established this, some subsidiary companies or some investment vehicles, but I didn't see a lot of success with any of those. But he's been stationed in New York City. The next guy here is uh, Albert uh, Say. Albert Say is also uh, a Macquarie veteran. Um, these two worked in, actually, they they worked in the same kind of uh, uh, city. Macquarie Group has Macquarie Capital. And Albert Say actually was based out of Hong Kong. He's a, but he he speaks uh, Cantonese. He's Australian. Uh, he moved from uh, Hong Kong to Australia in the late 1980s, I think 1989, and he became uh, a, a, a hand on uh, Kevin Rudd's uh, a political career starting in 2000. So he's known Kevin Rudd for about 23 years or so. And he just so happened to marry his daughter in the 2000s, I think 2008 or 2009, somewhere in that time frame. And he worked in Beijing, which is important because he worked in Beijing from 2009 through 2014. And he ran or uh, pitched the largest IPO in uh, 2011 that was launched in China. So not a, not a, not a small, small fish, actually a very big fish. Well, around this time, through 2010 and 2011, he had direct, uh, uh, actually direct conversations, and actually they partied together in Beijing. So in, I think it was June of 2010, um, he he was responding, or there was an email uh, chain. He actually sent an email uh, through uh, to Devin Archer and Hunter Biden, because Hunter Biden was CC. So they all hung out together. These three hung out together in Beijing, and they partied together, and they were, you know, kicking around. Hey, let's do this again, uh, Albert. If you when and Devin was in particular uh, said, Hey, whenever you show up in New York City or Washington D.C., we can hang out and uh, do things together. Later as well, Hunter was pulled in into this uh, situation too. Okay, just a bunch of friendly investment bankers, haha. Because I really don't think of uh, Hunter Biden as an investment banker, but his name gets him everywhere. Devin is actually more the brains or the brains of the operation, but you know, be that as it may, uh, Albert here uh, in 2011 mentions that when he was in Beijing last, he's like, "Oh, I talked with Jonathan Lee." Well, Jonathan Lee is partners with uh, Hunter Biden here uh, and Devin Archer with Bohai. I think it was Bohai Harvest or uh, a, a Bohai Investment Fund of some sort that they had put together. Jonathan Lee had been uh, schmoozing uh, Hunter Biden. You know, he even wrote a letter to Hunter Biden about his uh, grand grandmother dying in 2010. You know, very heartfelt letter. 
and also later asked Hunter to help him get his uh, daughter Jenny into a uh, high school and then in college in the United States. So Jonathan Lee is not just some insignificant person. He became a very important part. There's lots of emails between uh, these groups, group of characters, Devin and Hunter, with Jonathan Lee. And uh, Albert Say was talking with this guy personally. So we don't know how much of a relationship he has, but it, it, I would say it's fairly substantial since he mentioned him in an email directly about his, uh, uh, his activities in Beijing. So this is all about uh, the China connection here. And we know that China has been involved with our LNG and we're exporting this. And of course, uh, the Bidens will say, oh, we're exporting out to uh, Europe too. They're taking our energy policy and they're trying to run. I mean, obviously now with uh, Biden's uh, administration, which by the way, oh, backing up a second here. So Glenn Farn Group in April... I think it was late April of 2022. This was just about a, oh, about six, we'll just say two months after the, the conflict that started in uh, uh, Ukraine. Just so happened that the Department of Energy approved uh, uh, Magnolia LNG for exportation uh, to uh, non-NAFTA um, or non-trade uh, negotiation. In other words, because it's not tied to a trade deal, they can export out and gave him full approval on that, that our Department of Energy, which of course is controlled by um, Joe Biden. So, and moreover, you have this idea with uh, uh, GT here, Greenberg, um, in March of, uh, late March of uh, 2022, they happened to do a, uh, a deal with a Ukrainian law firm now that that I just stumbled across, and it's very telling because uh, they're going to subsume or they're going to bring on about ninety lawyers, or they're going to have a partnership deal. So I assume they're they're making it. They're going to add these Ukrainian uh, lawyers uh, that they you know out of Kiev or Kiev or however you want to pronounce that. Uh, they're doing a deal with them. GT is. I don't think that's. Uh, <laughs> That's by accident in, in the in the slightest. So you have you know multiple now you have multiple connections tied back to the Bidens because we know about Ukraine and we know about their dealings in Ukraine and we know about the lawyers there. And this firm would probably uh, the firm that was referenced. I'm going to have to look it up to see if it's in in the Hunter Biden email train. So what does this all get back to? Well. If this Magnolia, this Magnolia project was, uh, Jai Ki Bao was very interested in this project and she was trying to position or pivot Hunter Biden away from uh, the Monkey Island pitch and some of the other projects that were listed. And it stands the reason that not only did they get, uh, that they would pick this up. Remember, this is October 2017. Uh, Patrico gets arrested. Uh, 2018, their whole deal blows up. Uh, Jai Ki Bao disappears roughly around March or April. I, I don't. She got some money and some, uh, um, uh, like thirty thousand dollars worth of uh, funds into her bank account. But uh, Hunter Biden then went off the rails, even though he was getting money in 20, 2018. He goes on a, a splurge of, uh, you know. Uh, dealing with prostitution and stuff like that, and by. You know, early 2019, Hunter Biden is put, uh, well, he's encouraged uh, 
by Jai Ki. Uh, evidently, uh, there was a further contact to get Hunter Biden's uh, to push his dad into the the candidacy for president in 2019. And so we know about Hunter Biden losing his laptop in late March, and he or he brought it or not losing, he lost it. He brought it into a shop in April of 2019. Sorry, because it wasn't operating correctly and he left it there in april of 2019 but two weeks after he left it there this was april 12th of 2019 two weeks after that that's when joe declares uh, he wants to run for president i think it was april 25th so very tight timeline there and so you know with everything that's going on here like i said you have intelligence uh people that are connected to the bank that uh uh took out lng at least as far as an ownership is concerned. Then you have all the, the, the connections back to uh, various uh, people that were involved in the, the situation. And like I said, and to top this all off, Joe Biden has just, uh, well, the I don't know if it's the Biden administration is uh, formally announced, will formally announce or did formally announce that Kevin Rudd is going to be the new ambassador to the United States in uh, March of 2023. I don't think that that's just, you know, by accident, considering he speaks fluent Mandarin. Uh, that should be another thing uh, that should be noted that he is a China hand. His whole family is too. So Albert, who's no longer his uh, son-in-law, is uh, was obviously a, a China expert. His daughter uh, opened a business operation tied to China. Uh, and Australia is very, very much infiltrated by the Chinese Communist Party, and they're very, uh, they get very upset when any, any pushback is done there, and they don't want, they want to cleave them off from the rest of the world, for one big reason, they have a ton of resources, uh, they have a ton of uranium there, and the Chinese are, are starving, and they're doing just like the Japanese did prior to World War II. They're trying to round up all the resources so that they can have a, a market because they they have a huge population and they want to provide, uh, they want to be the next United States. They want to over, not only overtake the United States, but they want to destroy the United States. And we have too many people that are uh, obviously very uh, committed to making money off of our, our demise, uh, in particular the Bidens, because, you know, they... This is their last big grift. Obviously, they, they got they got their steward or their puppet here. Whether he's demented or not, he's used to just getting he's the uh, he's used to getting whatever he wants in his life. Uh, when I say whatever he wants, I mean the deep state shoehorned him in there, uh, or the CIA, the intelligence, the media, everybody that had money, put all their chips on Joe. Uh, and of course, it's going to be catastrophic for this country because, you know, that they got their they got everything they wanted uh, with that. So I'm going to leave leave it there for now. Um, I think I've gone over enough with this particular slide, and uh, I'll leave the links to it. And uh, thanks for listening. <laughs>